how do you sound like a professional podcaster or like you know exactly what you're doing even when you're just getting started, right? Like this is the question I get asked a lot is like, how do I sound confident and professional whenever I have no idea what I'm doing because I'm just starting? I totally understand this. I have been there. And if you listen to the first few episodes of the podcast, then you'll understand that it's kind of an ever-evolving process. It's not something that just happens as soon as you say, oh, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to sound like a professional from day one. No, because I mean, there are things that you can do in order to make yourself sound like a pro, but just also understand that it just comes with practice and it comes with just doing the work and kind of just getting your hands dirty and jumping all in. So let's talk about how you can sound like a pro on your podcast, even when you're not. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? Hey you. Yeah. You. Yes. Yes, I'm talking to you. Do you see? Yeah, okay. So are you looking to start a podcast in 2019, but you're thinking, I don't know what I'd talk about. It's like, I have no idea even where to get started. Don't, 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 don't even let that thought overwhelm you because guess what? I've done all the work for you. I've actually created a workbook that has 500 podcast ideas for any industry. That's right, 500. Actually, it's over 500. I think it's like 554 for any kind of podcast. I specifically created this tool for entrepreneurs who aren't sure if podcasting is right for them. They say, well, I have a blank, insert any kind of industry, business. Will a podcast work for me? My answer, 99.99999% of the time is, yes, a podcast will totally work for that kind of business. So let's say you're in personal finance, or real estate, or business, or marketing, or technology, or beauty and fashion, or pet services, or life coaching, or parenting, or any other number of industries. I've got you covered. Let me show you some podcast ideas that I have for you to get started. You can go to crystalprofit.com slash 500 podcast ideas. That's crystal with a K, 
Profit with two F's and two T's. CrystalProfit.com slash 500 podcast ideas. And you can grab this free, 100% free download today. So I've done a lot of public speaking. And honestly, I probably shouldn't even admit this, but I spent hours upon hours watching and listening to TED Talks at my previous job. I know that's bad. So if if my previous supervisor's listening, then I'm sorry, but that's what I did in the background <laughs> whenever I was doing the mindless data entry. I watched so, so many TED Talks. And as you can imagine, I listened to a ton of podcasts today. I think that I'm subscribed to probably close to 20, and I listen to at least 10 to 15 on a weekly basis. So I know what it takes to sound like a professional, and I also know what it sounds like when you don't really sound like you've got your stuff together because we know what that's like, right? Like, you know those people that you're just like, how are they even functioning? How do people pay them to do what they're doing because they don't even have a clue, right? You you know, someone just popped into your mind and, I'm, you know, you don't have to call them out. You don't have to say their name out loud, but you know who I'm talking about. So today I want to talk about how to sound like a professional behind the microphone even when you're not, even when you're just getting started, because I want you to understand that this has nothing to do with fancy equipment and having the right setup and spending a ton of money. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with your mindset and how you think about yourself, because I could be talking to you on my iPhone, like I could just get my iPhone out and record right now, and have everything that I need to sound like a professional because it's all in my head. It has nothing to do with the equipment. Like think about someone who you admire that is a public speaker and you would not care what they recorded on as long as it was them talking, right? Like you want to know they have, you know, the confidence and they have the attitude and they have all these things that have nothing to do with equipment. So that's what I want to talk about today. So um, we said it has everything to do with your mindset, but I want to specifically talk about speaking with authority. And there's five things that I want to talk about today and speaking with authority Really, I'm going to run through them real fast, and then we're going to go into them in more detail. But the first thing is confidence, not having self-doubt, considering yourself an expert, accepting your imperfections, and starting before you're ready. So those are the five things that I want you to think about when you hear me say speaking with authority. So the first thing is how do you have confidence? Like, that's not necessarily something you're born with. It is a learned skill that I have found. Yes, there are people that are more confident and they just have more self-confidence and they just really believe, you know, no matter what they do, like either they can't fail or, you know, if they're going to look stupid, they don't even care about it. This is kind of the category that I fall under. I got to be honest. 
I, from a young age, didn't have a problem meeting strangers or standing up in front of a crowd. I remember my uncle, he always made fun of me because I've been a cheerleader since I was four years old. Well, let me take that back. I'm not a cheerleader anymore. I guess I am for you. I'm cheering for you. I'm cheering you on. I want to see you start your podcast. So yeah, I'm I'm still a cheerleader, but I've been a cheerleader since I was four and my uncle used to make fun of me so much because I was just so loud and so obnoxious and so like, yeah, get in your face. Like, we're going to do this. And the other cheerleaders were way more prim, proper, put together. Their hair was perfect in a bow. You know, I'm thinking back in like the high school days. Everyone always had the best makeup and their glitter. Oh my gosh, the glitter was just perfectly put in every little, like, they just look like a perfectly packaged cheerleader. Like what you would see in Bring It On, right? Of course, you know the movie Bring It On. Come on. And so uh, that was not me. I was a volleyball player and a cheerleader, and I did a whole bunch of other stuff in school. And so I would normally play three... (laughs) three to four volleyball games and then I would go cheer the Friday night football team and so I didn't necessarily like I was red like when I work out I am that red faced person and my face will stay red for hours and hours after I work out and um my nickname was moose in school so I was just a huge person like just really big. I have like, I'm very muscular again. So I'm not like this little petite cheerleader that everyone throws in the air. No, like I was the one throwing girls in the air. (laughs) And so all of this to say is that like, I didn't care that I didn't look like these other cheerleaders because I had the confidence that I knew I was the loudest. I knew that I, Like, I knew what was going on on the football field. Like, I knew when we were on offense, and I knew when we were on defense, which you might think that sounds kind of silly, but when it comes to cheering, that's kind of an important thing. I've seen cheerleaders that did not know, you know, like, what is... What is the quarterback? Okay, I'm not going to make fun of cheerleaders. That's just me. Don't make fun of people. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just having confidence in yourself is such a big thing. So let's turn all this around, all this cheerleading talk, and go back to podcasting. So you just have to have the confidence. How can you build your confidence? The number one thing that I'm going to suggest to you today is practice. Practice, practice, practice. So what does practicing your podcast look like? Well, it looks like opening up Audacity or GarageBand or wherever you record and hitting record and just talking, just talking as long as you need to, to speak into a microphone and feel confident about what you're saying. Yeah, you're going to mess up. You're totally going to screw up. There's going to be like, you're going to delete stuff. You're going to say, um, and like, and so, and totally, and all the words that I say, come on guys, I'm not perfect. I say all, I see these things all the time. And I actually quit editing my show as much to show you that there are things that happen in natural conversations that I just don't think that you should edit out of your show. Maybe that's the wrong mentality to have, but I think that showing up 
as a more authentic version of myself is who my listeners want. They want to know that they can be themselves and they can screw up and people will still come back and listen week after week after week. So the first step to be able to speak with authority is just to have confidence. And the way to do that is just to practice. Keep practicing. Open up your software, hit record, practice talking to yourself because recording the solo episodes, they're kind of funky when you first do them. You're like, I'm in a room by myself with a microphone and an outline. What am I supposed to say? Or how do I get started? Or, you know, how do I do all these things? Just practice. I promise you, the more you practice, the easier it gets. Okay, so the next step to speaking with authority is not having self-doubt. So this is different from confidence because self-doubt is whenever you're letting that voice inside your head, you know the one, you know the one I'm talking about, the one that's like, you can't do this, or who do you think you are, or the one that is saying you're way out of your league. You might as well just give up now. Yeah, I'm sure you're thinking, how does how is Crystal inside my head? Because that voice lives in my head too. That voice shows up every single day, every single day. And it's like, can you really do this? Like, are you an authority figure to be able to show up and talk to these people this way? Yeah, you need to tell that voice get out of here, go sit in the corner and shut your trap because I'm doing this, I'm showing up and I'm trying to deliver as much value as I can to my audience. So don't listen to that self-doubt because you can do it, right? Going back to step one, you're confident. You know you can do this. You know you have a message that is worth sharing with the world. So don't let that self-doubt creep in and tell you that you can't do this. You can absolutely do this. You just need to accept that, hey, I'm going to be here in the good times and in the bad. I'm going to show up even when it's hard and I'm not going to let that voice that says I can't do this overpower me. I'm going to be more confident and more powerful than that voice. Woo, I felt like I just got up on a soapbox. Hang on, let me let me take a deep breath here because whew, I will I think I am still a cheerleader, right? Like I just don't I actually do have a megaphone. <laughs> I found one my parents brought home, you know. You know that trip when your parents are like, "Okay, here's all the crap from our house that we have. We're giving it to you." We don't know what to do with it anymore. And there was my huge high school megaphone. Oh my gosh, that just gave me an idea. I think I'm going to have to use that for a video because it says crystal on it. And I could just, yeah, I'm going to, we're just going to tuck that away for later. But, um, but yeah, like don't let that self-doubt creep in. Just don't let it, like, don't let it overpower you. You are stronger than your self-doubt. Okay, so number three, the third way that you need to speak with authority is consider yourself an expert. And this is really hard for a lot of people because they feel like they don't have the experience or they don't have the knowledge or they don't have a PhD in something and that is like the bar, right? Like we've 
kind of told ourselves, I think this goes back into self-doubt, but we've told ourselves like, unless we've been doing it for this long, or unless we get this much schooling, or unless we've done X, Y, and Z, then we're not an expert. And I think that that's crap. <laughs> like I really do. Because for me personally, I struggle with starting to teach people about podcasting. Because I said, well, I've only done it for so long and I don't know everything that there is to know. But if I look at the people that have been doing this for a decade or more, they still don't know everything that there is to know. So why am I going to hold myself back and wait until I know everything that I could possibly know, right? Because that is impossible anyway. Like it's an unrealistic expectation that I've put on myself. So I'm speaking from a place of I've been there too, so don't do that to yourself. So when can you consider yourself an an expert, right? Because there are people out there that, you know, portray themselves as experts and they have no idea what they're talking about. So I would consider you to be an expert in your field about your podcast if you've been doing it for six months to a year you've had incredible results, or you've been able to get incredible results for other people. Like that's basically the baseline. So for me, I don't consider myself an expert in telling people how to get, you know, 10 million downloads in the first month of your podcast, right? Like that's not something that I do on a regular basis. So why would I go out and teach other people? But what I can tell you is I'm an expert at telling people how to start, launch, and market their podcast. Because I can tell you with 100% confidence, if someone were to walk up to me on the street and say, well, how do you start a podcast? I could give them basically a bullet list, like down to, you know, like a five minute spiel, like this is what you got to do to start a podcast, to launch a podcast and to market a podcast. I feel confident about that. So if you can do that, then you're an expert at your topic. What is your podcast about? Have you been doing it for a while? Do you know what you're talking about? Or do you have guests come onto your show that can add value to what it is that you're talking about? I think that those are the things that you should use to, you know, say whether you're an expert in your field or not. Okay, so the next thing to talk about whenever it comes to speaking with authority is number four, and that is accepting your imperfections. Don't battle your imperfections, okay? Like this is something that I learned a long time ago. I actually read a book. It's Brene Brown. I love all of Brene Brown's books. Daring Greatly, Dare to Lead, Braving the Wilderness, The Gifts of Imperfection. Like, oh my gosh, I could, like, I just love all of her stuff. It is amazing. But the the first book that I ever read of hers was The Gift of Imperfection. And I know that that sounds kind of cringeworthy a little bit. It makes my, like, my shoulders just tensed up a little bit because I'm a recovering perfectionist. Oh my gosh, y'all. I used to have to have every single thing, like every duck in a row, every I dotted and T crossed before I ever put anything out into the world. This had, like, this goes back to, like, my elementary days, my going into high school, doing stuff in college, like, 
I wanted everything to be perfect. I had this high, super high, unrealistic standard I had set for myself. And if I did not meet those, then it was not good enough. Please don't do this to yourself. Please do not do this. Like if you are in the middle of an interview or in the middle of your podcast and you mess up, it's okay. It is okay. People are not going to come down your street with pitchforks saying, oh, Crystal messed up again. It looks like we're going to have to kick her out. We're going to, you know, take her microphone away and break her computer because she doesn't know what she's doing. No, guys, like it's just you're imperfect. Like that is just who you are. You are a human being. And with that, you make mistakes and it's totally okay. I actually think it's better to accept your imperfections and even show them to other people so that they know that you're not a robot, right? Like it makes certain people, it's so funny, this name just popped into my head, but I think about Martha Stewart, right? She is this like up on a pedestal when it comes to home and garden stuff and like everything being extremely perfect. I don't know if y'all have ever followed any of her recipes, but holy crap, like so many steps and so many things. And like I watched her one time, she was on a show making croissants and I love croissants. And she was like, okay, you got to put the dough in and then you fold the butter. And then someone was like, oh, okay. So then you, you know, then it's ready for the oven. And she just gave them this look like, oh, how dare you? How dare you think that you know the steps? No, you absolutely have to do it like 57 more times this certain way. Like everything had to be perfect. And oh my gosh, like that just stresses me out. That's too perfect. And I just, I don't live my life or produce my podcast or do anything on my website or anything on my social media, any my parenting, my marriage, like none of it is perfect. And I've accepted that from a long time ago. And it actually, it helps me live a less stressful life. Holy moly. Like, don't try to live up to this Pinterest-worthy version of yourself because it ain't gonna happen anyway. Like, you're just, you know, the inevitable is gonna happen. You're gonna screw up somewhere and then you're gonna be devastated. But if you just accept, like, that you're imperfect from the beginning, then you're gonna be like, okay, I messed up today. All right, well, then I got it out of the way (laughs) first thing in the morning. Now I can keep going on about my day. Like, it's okay. It's okay if you mess up. So accept your imperfections and don't battle them. Okay, and then the fifth thing that I want to talk about to help you speak with authority on your podcast is to start before you're ready. I know what it's like to buy your equipment and have everything set up and then think, holy crap, what am I going to say? Um, do I really know what I'm doing? Okay, no, I'll just wait. I'll wait until I have five episodes planned. And then I'll wait until I have four more interviews that I've done. And I'll wait until I have my logo perfect. And I'll wait until I have my podcast set up on my hosting site exactly how I need it. And I'll wait until the website is perfect. And I'll wait until my social media, I've grown a little bit more of a following. And I'll wait. Stop it. Stop it with all of that, okay? Because there's always going to be an excuse for you to not start something. There's always going to be a reason for you not to launch your podcast. There's always going to be a reason to not pitch your show because you're scared. Stop it, guys. 
start before you're ready. I actually signed up for a B-school through Marie Forleo and Amy Porterfield earlier this year, and a recurring theme that Marie kept preaching throughout the entire B-school experience was start before you're ready, because you're never going to be ready. Marie said it over and over and over and over again, because she was challenging us with things we probably hadn't tried before, or strategies that were going to feel uncomfortable, or things that we would never consider in a million years, but she knows that they work. And so she's like, look, you just got to start. You just got to do it. And I just think that this is the best advice ever, because um, I'm going to tell you about some of the things, like some of the ways that I've totally screwed up in the last year. Okay, are you ready? I'm just going to, we're just going to go full on transparency, like behind the scenes, like pull back the curtain. Let's, let's see, you know. Okay, so my equipment, I totally screwed up my very first interview. My microphone was not plugged in. Thankfully, my guest, her audio was recorded perfectly. So I was able to go back and fix everything. But y'all, I kept going and I definitely was starting before I was ready, but I learned, hey, you got to make sure the microphone is checked in, right? Like you got to make sure the software. Oh my gosh. I accidentally deleted a huge chunk of audio whenever I was editing some of my first episodes and then I put like the track in the wrong place and then I went to publish it and thankfully this was before everything went live, like, out into the world. But, y'all, I screwed up so bad. And then there was a, I was recording an interview, and we did the entire episode, and then I could not use the audio. My software messed up. I had been using this free download uh, recorder for Skype, and I, I don't even know what happened. Still to this day, I lost two amazing interviews And I can't even tell you why. I don't even know what happened. But I screwed up and I learned from it and I just, I kept going. I've made some bad investments. Ooh, I've made some bad investments in the last year. I tried using someone for my podcast music that did not work out. I tried um, doing several different things when it comes to software that I wanted to use. I downloaded this kit that my husband got um, for a discount for being a student and he was like oh look like there's uh, you can do video you can do audio you can do graphics you can do all these things with this cool software like it ended up costing us I think it was around $200 and you know which may not sound like a lot of money to everybody but y'all that's like a lot of money to me and my business and whenever you know I have precious money to spend like I'm so like you don't understand how cheap I am with my money and so like to consider like just to kind of suck it up and say oh like that was a bad investment but y'all I just got to tell you all of these things I've launched a course I've done live webinars I've set up those live webinars on my own website I've done list building stuff that's super scary like I wasn't ready for any of this stuff I wasn't ready for any of it. But I started it before I was ready. And I have no regrets about that. No regrets whatsoever. Because the stuff that I've learned in the last six months to a year, like it's 
way better lesson than anybody else could have taught me because I've learned you got to plug in the microphone. I know how to properly edit things now. I know what works for interviews and I know to really vet someone or a software before I ever spend a dime on it. I know how to do webinars now. Like y'all, I'm so excited. I figured out how to do YouTube live events and just all kinds of cool stuff that I never would have learned had I sat around and said, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I can't do this yet. I just, just give me six more months or just give me another year and then I'll start. Start before you're ready, guys. I know you can do it and I know that you can speak with authority on your podcast. So let's recap real fast all the five ways that you can speak with authority. The first thing is you got to have confidence. So practice, 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 practice in whatever way you need to. So, you know, talk to yourself in the shower and like go through your episode whenever you're on a run or, you know, just practice talking in a room by yourself because it'll help you with solo episodes like these. And then the second thing is just squash that self-doubt before it gets a chance to take over your mind, right? Like tell it to go take a hike, go sit in the corner, whatever you got to do, but don't let that self-doubt creep in and take over your mind. Have a healthy mindset about who you are and who you want to be. Number three is consider yourself an expert. You know what you know and you know what you don't know. So don't try to portray yourself as an expert when you're not. But I know that there are things that you know that can add value to someone else's life. I want you to be an expert in that thing, that one thing thing that you're thinking about right now that you're like, man, I could really talk about that for hours. I know, I know so much about that. That is what you need to have a podcast about. Number four is accept your imperfections. You're never going to be perfect. Go read that book, The Gifts of Imperfection. I will put that, I'll put a link in the show notes to that one. Don't battle your imperfections. They're there not just for you, but for everybody, for everybody, for you, For me, for your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your best friend. It's for everybody. Everybody has those. So just accept them and move on with your life. And number five, and probably the most important, is start before you're ready. This is how you're going to sound like a professional way faster than if you just waited around for it to come to you. Because you got to practice and you got to start before you're ready. So that does it for this episode, guys. And I'm so excited to talk about this. And I want to talk about other things that can help you as you get started. And I actually came up with a free resource that is in the resource library, which is at crystalprofit.com slash tips and strategies. That's crystal with a K, profit with two Fs and two Ts slash tips and strategies. And I'll link to this in the show notes. But it's 10 ways to sound more confident behind the mic. And I have some practical things that you can do and um, some physical things that you can actually do, like how you present yourself as you're speaking into your microphone. So be sure to check that out. But that does it for this episode. So if this is your first time tuning in, I'd love for you to subscribe and hear what other fun things we have coming up in the next few weeks. So be sure to grab your free PDF download, 10 Ways to Sound More Confident Behind the Mic, and check out the show notes at crystalprofit.com slash episode 56. And remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 